everybody, I'm Tim and welcome to Cigars Daily Live, coming to you from sunny Phoenix, Arizona. And this week we're talking about a huge thing in the world of cigars. If you're just getting into cigars, you found your way to the right place because tonight we're talking about the best underrated cigars are revealed finally uh, after all this time. Truthfully, in the cigar world, there's so much good out there. And also a ton that's new. I think we see more new cigars come out in the last few years than we've probably seen in the last 20 years. There's just a ton of stuff out there these days. So how do you parse through that and not overlook the solid gold that's in so many humidors around the country? Of course, my name is Tim and I'm the host of this show. But if you're watching at home, you're the co-host. So drop your cigar comments and questions down below. We're going to be taking those all the way throughout the show. And tonight is a bit of a special episode mm -hmm. because helping out with this show behind the camera is Terrence and my lovely, beautiful wife, Allison, is hanging with us tonight. <laughs> so Allison's going to be taking comments throughout the episode and they'll both be a part of the conversation. And of course, sitting third chair tonight is Billy the Kid. Dun, dun, We're dun. We're talking. I've never sat third You've chair. You've never sat third so chair. I don't know what to do with my hands. I just leave them up here. I cross them. If you cross them, though, people are going to assume that you're uncomfortable. But you'd look ripped when you do that. <laughs> so just do that. Keep maybe being handsome, that Billy. The whole yep. Time. Yeah. yep. Stay like That's that. Perfect. Billy. You look like the brawny man with hair. All right. <laughs> uh, well, I want to get some comments from you guys watching at home. Allison is going to be picking them out tonight. So drop your comments down below. A compliment to her probably wouldn't hurt along the way if you want to get picked out. It always out. works for me. It always works for <laughs> Billy. Always. So let's grab the first comment right now, Allison. And she's going to keep jamming on those to make sure that we got them topped up, ready to ready to put up on the screen. The first one is from Dalton Hopkins. You're you're all doing. Did I miss a cultural reference with that? Quite probably. Yeah. <laughs> okay, good. Right. I hope it wasn't anything awful. Well, Dalton, we're doing good tonight and ready to kick off an amazing show. We're all smoking a bunch of incredible cigars. I just lit up Espinosa's 601 Blue Label. Uh, and again, we're talking about some cigars that don't get all the love, don't get all the press, but are absolutely outstandingly amazing. Behind the camera, what did you guys light up? What's going on tonight? Allison, what do you got? Um, I have an Esteli. Oh, from uh, La Gloria, Gloria Cubana. La Gloria. Yeah. And then you you copied me because I am mostly the way through my Esteli, but then I'm going to have a Perdomo 20th anniversary as well. Oh, yeah, the sun grown. There we go, the nub macanudo. Yeah. Oh, wow, you guys are all lined up. Set up. Okay, Billy, how about you, man? I'm doing the, I always mispronounce this one, so it'll be something to make fun of me for, the Laranja. Ooh, like, no, that's, I got that right. That's pretty yes. good. And then yes. my I mean, as good as a white guy's gonna get it. <laughs> as good as a white guy. <laughs> I need to practice for the concert later tonight. Billy's wife speaks excellent Spanish, and so she just says these words to him so that he can get them right. But yep. again, we, we still don't get them. Don't get them right. All right, I want to take a few comments from people who are watching. What are you guys all smoking tonight? Put uh, put those comments down below. McRibs, Tim, can you see my house from there? Hmm. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not I don't think he would want to either. Not, are you not in a spy balloon tonight? No, my spy balloons are all in Latin America. So uh. tracking what's going on down there. They're watching very close box making, making factories to make sure that the boxes are getting made so that everything gets delivered on time. All right, keep going. Let's grab some more comments, Allison. Uh, Abraham Dizon. Thank you for the we super chat. That, but... He says, what's everyone smoking? Got the Olmec keeping me company right now hell yeah that's how you know a cigar is good because you're not just enjoying it you're enjoying each other 
which sounds dirty <laughs> now that I've said it. I'm, yeah, it's I can one of no the, longer take it back. That's okay. one of those weird things where one's in the other's mouth. Like, ah, yeah, it's weird. <laughs> Sometimes a cigar is just a cigar. I think that's the that's the famous quote. All right, let's go. keep it going. There we go. Grab a few more of these. And we got some headlines for you guys tonight. Skip McGaysky says, just make sure you have a nice meal before uh, uh, in you before Liga. Somebody commented earlier and said, yeah, I'm doing, you know, smoking a Liga Bravada tonight. And so Skip correctly asserts that before you smoke something like a Liga Bravada, your, your dark, powerful wrappers, your really dark Sumatras, your Mexican San Andreas and Broadleaf, you do. You want to have something in your stomach. And, you know, for me anymore, I don't know if this really applies. It's been so long since I've had a cigar that's made me feel ill that now I'll typically get here. I get to the shop around 630 in the morning and I'll light up a Liga Pravada on an empty stomach. I don't usually eat until around 11 o'clock, but certainly if you're getting into cigars, it's something to be mindful of because cigar sickness is a real thing. Mm -hmm. And it only goes away if you smoke like five cigars a day. So yes. that's a, it's a, situation. is that a mild flex you're doing on everyone? Like, Oh, I just come in at six 30 and just go straight to straight to broadleaf. You know yeah. how it is. I'm just <laughs> always all over the broadleaf in the morning when I wake up. <laughs> yeah, that was a it was a mild flex. Thanks for pointing it out. I appreciate that. All right, uh, let's see. Give me another comment there, Allison. Well, here you go. Thank you. Uh, nice sleeve, Allison. Okay, good. See, I have two. Kevin Ooh. immediately gets how it works. Yeah, that's Allison's sleeves. She didn't have those sleeves all filled out when we got married, and somehow along the way, they've become quite mm -hmm. prolific. All right, let's keep going with some comments. I want to get a few well, more of these. There's a few about me now. Now there's Allison comments. <laughs> you know, honestly, it's been so long since you've been on the show, and now uh, everybody and people were asking, and your just came in. Who's the female voice? Yep, my lovely wife is helping out with comments tonight. <laughs> there she is. Billy is sitting third chair, and so we'll keep hanging with you guys. There he is. His arms aren't crossed anymore, but he looks good. <laughs> he looks good when his arms are crossed. Just, just, All right, just... let's grab another comment there. This is the last one I'll pull about myself. Rodney's, Allison's just <laughs> loving it. She's like, oh, this show is great. Why am I not in here more? Uh, let's see. What would be a good Mother's Day cigar for my wife? I think that's a great question. Yes. Mother's Day's right around the corner. And uh, if your wife is looking for a good cigar, maybe two recommendations, Allison. Something for a wife and maybe something for the wife that's like new to smoking or just getting into this. What would be your call? Yeah. So here's part of the problem. I feel like whenever you ask about women and cigars, you automatically go to flavored cigars or they don't smoke very often or they've never smoked before. So I would say whatever your wife likes. If, but if she is just getting started, I would say probably a flavored cigar of some sort. An M by Macanudo would be awesome. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, something from Deadwood as well. Probably. Yeah, I was, I was surprised you didn't yeah. say Deadwood first because you so, have been a Deadwood girl for a while. And but recently, the problem you is were... that it's a dark cigar. Like, right. not everybody's going to like that. That's but why very aromatic. Yes. To that, so. Yeah. Also, but, yeah, Terrence. I was going to say, but if it's like an aromatic kind of thing, they're not a big cigar smoker. They could just put it down if it gets too strong, and they That's could probably true. get halfway through. And you could get one of the. Is it the Sweet Jane's, the smallest one? Sweet Crazy Alice. Crazy Alice. Crazy Alice is the jam because it's pretty. It's smaller. So if she doesn't end up liking it. There you go. But and if she also, does smoke cigars, then you should just get her what she wants. The Stillwell <laughs> Star Aromatic Number One number from one, Dunbarton. Yeah. It's a little pricier, but like I was so this week I did uh, I released a video that Steve Saka and I did on the Stillwell Star, and I was smoking through the whole lineup. It's four different blends, all aromatic tobaccos traditionally used in pipes are used in these blends. 
but they are premium cigars. Mm -hmm. And the aromatic number one is a little bit sweet tip and it's very smooth. And just, I mean, of all of them, I think if you're looking for a cigar for your wife, that might be the good kickoff one. All right. One more comment. We got some headlines to do tonight. We got a lot to go through. Kyle Dixon is in. He says, greetings from Australia. Good eye, mate. Good eye, mate. <laughs> Yep, there you go. That's how you know you're talking to an American show. It's the only <laughs> thing that comes out of my mouth. That's not a noise. This is a noise. That's not. Yeah, he's currently uh, with one hand smoking a cigar and with the other hand fighting off an eight-foot spider. That's my greatest <laughs> understanding of Australia. He says, first time checking out this live and his last. Uh, can't wait to hear you guys talk about $20 as expensive. Ooh, so, yeah. uh, so if you guys yeah. don't know this, this is what you got to know. If you live in the United States and you get cigars here, even if you live in a state where the where the taxes are insane, you still like the prices don't come close to what you get outside the United States. Mm -hmm. In Australia, Canada, the United Kingdom, the taxes make a ten dollar cigar here. I don't know, twenty five dollars, sometimes thirty dollars over there. It's just absolutely insane. And the rest of the world is starting to see this because now Cuban cigar makers have all raised their prices anywhere from 15 to 300 percent and that and then in these countries like canada and australia like the prices are going up even more so here we're like 20 dollars. that's a lot for a cigar i would i would never do something like that and over there they're like 20 dollars. can i have a broken cigar please <laughs> you know please a 20 dollar cheroot please a 20 dollar cheroot hey Billy, those are good those go for high dollar right now those are high dollar they're items hard to come now. by yeah. All right. Uh, give me one more comment and then we got to dive in this week. We got to talk about some good underrated cigars, the stuff that doesn't get enough love. So this is important just because it's a follow up. The this. Mm. My wife doesn't doesn't like flavored cigars. There you go. So okay. without knowing what she likes, now we're narrowing it down. So we'll get yeah. out of the flavored cigars thing. Yeah. You know, it's if if she has enough preference to know that she doesn't like flavored cigars and she wants non infused premium stuff. There's still a lot of dialing in there because if you take the range of wrapper leaves that are out there, if she likes something very like mild, like a Connecticut or even something really bold, like a Maduro, these are, these are the kind of things you got to use to like hone it down. If you go into a humidor and say, I just don't like something that's flavored, you've gotten rid of about 10% of what's in most humidors, like yeah. one out of 10 cigars. And this is truly for me, whenever I'm looking for recommendations, always trying to whittle down, like how much can we get rid of from the recommendation? Like, okay, you don't like flavored infused. You don't like the, the really strong stuff. Totally get it. But where does it go? And for her, it might be a Sumatra wrapper. Mm. I'm thinking stuff like Leaf by Oscar Sumatra. It's a great cigar. Yep. I don't know. We've got some amazing uh, underrated cigars to chat about tonight. But I do want to encourage you guys to check this same episode out on CigarsDailyPlus.com, where you can find epic extra value in tonight's lineup. Take a look right here. There is a, uh, ooh, that's the wrong code in there. Uh-oh. Holy right, schmackerels. Right. Let me go ahead and upload the right one. <laughs> Uh, Oopsie it is days. correct on uh, on Cigars Daily Live over <laughs> on the on the plus site. I'm going to upload that for you right now. Allison, do you have any other recommendations there? Um, no, I mean, what you're saying is like it, you've got to kind of narrow it down. But I would say, oh, man. Yeah, no, I can't think of anything off the top of my what head. What have you smoked that's not infused that you've really liked recently? Oh, honey, the one that I liked was one that you got rid of. And so uh -oh. Ouch. I. Ooh. feel sad about that Ooh. and a little bit burned by it, but you know, <laughs> that's <a> truly. <laughs> so well, once I, I, I do have a recommendation. I will say this every week. If I have to get her an El Rey de Mundo, 
is affordable and it's a great flavor of all cigar for any cigar lover anybody that walks into our humidor i point them straight at it covered in tissue paper it's great okay it's good. i there don't you think go. i've had that one so there we go i haven't oh. been here in a little while so i'm i'm kind of out of practice too so that one does have a little bit of pepper in there so you okay. might want to be careful a but little pepper a little pe pepper <laughs> i know for celebratory cigars for michelle i get her the cohiba royale oh that's a, whoa. That, like for yeah. Mother's Day, you're celebrating something big. So I'll do a nicer top tier cigar for that. That's you know, really good. That's a royale like, yeah. for your queen. I see what you're yeah. doing. I see what <laughs> I'm picking up what you're putting down. All right. And and again, that uh, super secret code is 30 under. You can learn more about that on cigarsdailyplus.com. We'll be going there for the after party in just a little bit. And we're going to chat about some of these cigars. These cigars that are like, they're like, you know, Tiffany Amber Thiessen. Like she used to be all the rage. When I was a teenager, Tiffany Amber Thiessen was all the rage. Now, nobody ever talks about her. Yeah, but I don't even know who that is. She's still gorgeous. <laughs> yeah, she's still a wonderful, gorgeous, amazing person. And she was uh, Kelly on Saved by the Bell. Kelly Kapowski. Oh, oh is she the one who got overshot by uh, Topanga? What? That was Boy Meets no. World. Oh, okay. Long yeah, show. no. That see, was what, I know. My guy, I was born like... <laughs> At the tail end of the 90s, like I was. <laughs> all right. Uh, keep posting your guys' comments and questions. We're going to continue taking them all the way through the episode, but I do want to bring you guys into some uh, hot tips from the headlines. These are some headlines of what's happening in the cigar world. Uh, there's a few things coming down the pipes here, and I want to make sure that you guys know about these. Uh, the first one, and this is huge. I don't think a lot of people know about it. You can read more about these on Half Wheel because there's some great stuff coming out. As we talk about underrated cigars, these are some of the ones that actually, uh, they don't end up getting underrated when they first come out. When they first hit the shelves, they're, they're the talk of the town. Everybody's all about it. Mm -hmm. And this one right here is a Mi Querida Black Papasaka, which is a new size of the Mi Querida Black. You can see right here is the Mi Querida Black. And then there's a smaller one that like a logical human being would smoke because the original Mi Querida Black was like a 7 by 54 monstrosity, this mm -hmm. huge cigar. And I smoked a couple boxes of them. And it's just a real commitment. So now I think we're getting a 6x52 Toro. Ooh. So those should be hitting the shelves. Also, Red Meat Lovers Club are, are going to be premiering at PCA 2023 in just a couple months here. And that Red Meat Lovers Club is going to be a Dunbarton release. It's coming out. There's going to be full national distribution of this cigar. Uh, Box-pressed Vitolas of this. But basically, the concept of this is it comes from a real Red Meat Lovers Club. There's a bunch of people get together, and they love red meat okay. together which is already my kind of people. These are already the kind of people that I want to hang out with. And at some point, Saka blended a cigar for them. And I would, st I started hearing about this. People were like, oh, have you heard about Red Meat Lovers Club? I'm like, well, it sounds flashy and cool. But then I lit up the cigar. And I mean, absolutely what you would expect from Dunbarton, from Steve Saka, an amazing one. And in more Dunbarton news, also coming up later this year, is Dunbarton's Sobre Mesa Brulee Blue in the Me Kitty the Black are getting unicorn oh <gasps> i yes. know <laughs> so okay so this is the big thing with dunbarton they have this hundred dollar cigar yep. it's the one i always go to when i'm like should a cigar be a hundred dollars could it be a hundred dollars and still be worth it and truthfully when you when you end up paying like top shelf prices for cigars like i don't know twenty dollars for a cigar unless you're in australia in which case every, like it just sucks for you uh but when you spend premium dollars for a cigar what i find is that you know in the 10 to 12 15 price range you can get 
like the best premium quality that's out there. What you end up getting above and beyond that is just this like, it's that thin line of extra refinement that just tops it off. Real it's diminishing a, returns. Yeah, well, it's, I, I don't know if I'd say diminishing returns. Ellison mm. put up, Rodney says, Tim, did you injure your elbow? Notice the compression sleeve. I'll get to that in just one second. But, uh, you know, that extra level of refinement, I think about it this way. I go out, you know, to a cigar bar mm -hmm. and hang out and I want to get myself some like uh, Macallan. Mm. Macallan's good. Macallan's good stuff. You pay a lot more for the Macallan 12 year, which is great stuff. And it comes with that little extra level of refinement. And then you pay a ton more. If you go to the Macallan 18 year, mm. you might pay two, three, four times as much for a drink. That's not two, three, four times as good, but you get that extra little finishing touch yeah. of perfection. And I think that when you step up into higher, like, price points, that's what you're looking for. You're looking for, you know, that final removal of any last imperfections like bitterness or heat or anything like that. Those are the things to target. And you will be seeing those two moisters from Dunbarton unicorns in the Meat Kitty, the black and Sobre Mesa Brulee Blue. Mm -hmm. Those I am looking forward to reviewing very, very much. And then one more big thing coming out this year. And uh, we'll be talking about this very soon on the show is diesel is now making their limited edition Diesel Disciple a full-time regular production cigar. Fire. That, I'm very excited about this because, Fire. yeah, Diesel makes some absolute killer sticks. They focus on these, like, bombshell power blends, like stuff that typically comes with a little bit more strength. And uh, so the, the Disciple is, like, no exception to the rule for those guys. They're absolutely out of this world. So big things coming up in the cigar world. And uh, you guys, of course, will hear more about it right here on Cigars Daily Live. Okay, back to some comments. Allison, what are people talking about? Alex Dirty Sanchez. <laughs> oh, Thank you, Alex. Good one. Appreciate All it. right. Uh, when are you going to get more Liga Privadas uh, while you're... Uh, flexing, saying you smoke them in the morning. Ooh, you got yourself in trouble. I did get myself in trouble. I just Ooh. stepped in it right here. I actually smoked a Liga Pravada I had in my personal uh, humidor when I got to the shop today. Sundays are the only day that, that like, you know, I come in at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. So I get here, and it's the first cigar I've had in the day. And it's like intermittent fasting for cigars. It's like 2 o'clock to 8 o'clock I'm smoking <laughs> on Sundays. But I got here, and I was like, yeah, I got this Liga Pravada. I wanted to smoke it. And uh, right now, I've got tracking information for Liga Pravada. They will mm. be here this upcoming week. So there will be mm. a day. And again, the notify me button is the one you want to use for those for when they come back because they always go super duper fast. Okay. Let's grab another comment, Allison. This is good. Julie Flora is on. She says, yeah, Allison's in the house. Hello. Uh, you are my favorite Swanson. Oh, ouch. She got beat out. <laughs> She's been here so much, and she already picked She's a on the show for 19 <laughs> minutes, and I've been upstaged already. And you know what? When you came in, Michelle bypassed you. <laughs> she to did. Give Allison a hug. She like, walked straight past friend. me. I was like, <laughs> "What am I chopped liver in this thing?" Okay. Uh, she's a couple that smokes cigars together stays together. That's yep. true, and it's in the Bible. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's the Book of Leonidas. It's the Book, <laughs> the book of Leonidas. Uh, let's see. Uh, the Book of Herfs. Um, cigar, cigar whisper. Did <laughs> any really of you guys with kids? The name. <laughs> did any of you guys watch uh, the Puss in Boots uh, show that came out? I think My it was mom on Netflix. Had the kids this weekend, and they said it's actually a solid movie. Hmm. Like, yeah, it's like they're, they're really good. But there's a bad guy in it called the Whisperer who like whispers everything he says, and it's just I think it's the most hilarious thing ever. Anyway, Cigar Whisperer says, "Well, I take them out of the tube also, 
maybe the one you got was dry. So talking about tubos in a humidor and guys are having conversations in the mm. comments, which is great. I picked uh, it because it was Cigar Whisperer. Picked that it was really, oh, okay. It was because of his name. <laughs> that's like that's this, what you get when you have a girl back that's here. That's what you get when you have a girl <laughs> in the comments. Uh, I'll go on to Luis Riviera's comment in just a second. You can leave that up. Yeah, if you get cigars in the tubo, I do recommend either take the cap off the tubo or take the cigar out of the tube because tubes hold humidity incredibly well. Mm -hmm. And so if you feel like it's dried out, it'll hold its dryness incredibly well. So don't put the tubo sealed into your humidor. Can I talk about a cigar hack? Oh, please. Oh, please. So I have a aluminum tubo that I have saved. So when I go out for a night and I don't want to take like a whole plethora of cigars, I just want a single one because I know I'm only going to smoke one. I'll just put it in the tubo and put it in my bag and it keeps it perfect. Yep. Yeah, having a few tubos around makes a lot of sense for that exact reason. Terrence, do you have one right there? Yeah. See, Did you bring I, that tubo? Yeah, it was in my pocket. I had one of these. I got it as a gift yesterday, and so I decided to smoke this earlier, but it is a really good one-stick solution if you're just going somewhere real quick. Fantastic. So, yeah, oh, tubos. Save your lives. All right, we got time for just a couple more comments, then we're going to hit a pick of the week. This one's from Mr. Hop. He says, Tim, let's talk about the Esteban Carreras 10-year and an años. The 10 años. <laughs> 10 year uh, <laughs> 10 year <laughs> 10 year años. He didn't put uh, the, the, the in yet, so it's the 10 year anos. <laughs> have you had any of these? They're so good. You know, there's a few cigars that 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 factory produces that I have. You know, I think they Warfighter goes to their factory. And Esteban Cruz has made some good cigars over the year. Mm-hmm. Although we, you know, we had Esteban Cruz in the humidor very, very early on. And it was one of the brands that just didn't make it over the long term. It's interesting. It's a brand that not a lot of people have heard of. It's been around for 20 years. Who knows? All right, let's get one more, and then we got to hit the pick of the week. Starlight Films. Cigars Daily T-shirts? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Huh? You know, it's interesting. For a guy that deals in a, in something that comes in a bunch of sizes, that's every cigar. They come in different sizes. Mm-hmm. I hate T-shirts for this reason. Yep. That they all come in different sizes. You have to stock all the sizes. You want to buy them in a gross. You know, it's like typically you want to buy at least 144 of them to get a decent price on them. And then you run out of your extra larges. And then you run out of your larges. And then for whatever reason, you run out of your 3X shirts and you got a bunch of mediums and smalls. And it just annoys me. But you know what? It's something that I will probably eventually do just because we get so many questions about it just to get people to like be happy. Like, sure, at some point. Yeah. Okay. Wasn't your first business a t-shirt business? Second Amendment shirts. Yeah. We used to go to the gun shows. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of gun shows, uh, this is really so, so flexing. We're going to jump into a uh, we're going to jump into a segment we do every <laughs> week here on the show called the Cigars Daily Nation pick of the week. So this happens for whatever reason, once or twice a year in our Facebook group. And I don't I don't know what causes this. Don't put the picture up quite yet. Yeah, well, so right now, I think that the Cigars Daily Nation Facebook group is the largest Facebook group for cigars that there is. Uh, so. You know, if you want a good place where big media watches over you, that's that's a good one. And uh, and everybody shares their cigars and they share them with their hobbies, which I think is fantastic. But then this thing comes up because somebody will post a picture of a cigar next to their pew pew next to their gun. And then, you know, some people don't like firearms. Some people do. I've always told people, I want you to post your cigars with the hobbies that you do while you're smoking cigars, whether it's fishing or driving or shooting, whatever it is, share those things. But for whatever reason, once or twice a year. It just the Facebook group just blows up with people posting pictures of basically a cigar and their entire firearm collection, like everything that they own or like the best gun that they own. And the group just becomes inundated with them. 
which I, you know, it's fair. I, people really get really excited about their guns. They get excited about their cigars. And then there's the people who don't like it so much. And I always tell them like, Hey, this, this happens. And we want people to have the freedom to express themselves. And then there's the guys who just pick on it. And I love this. So take a look right here. This post is from Ben M. He says, <laughs> regulators mount up. He's got his rubber band gun. He's got himself a uh, Arturo Fuente in there and he's ready to go. So if you guys want to share your pictures of your cigars and whatever the hell it is you love to do while you're, while you're doing cigars, as long as it's internet safe, which coincidentally, some of the dirtiest things that happen are on the internet. But I mean, you know, don't post hmm. it with what you're watching on the internet. That's <laughs> there that's we go. I'm trying to get out there. Don't put that stuff in the Facebook group. Keep anyway, that on your incognito tabs, folks. Yeah. Don't post it with what's with your incognito tabs. All right. I want to get one or two more comments and then we need to start talking about these underrated cigars. We're going to reveal a few good ones on the show and we're going to get your guys comments on what are some of the most underrated cigars to you. Leroy is in. He says, hey, Tim, any thoughts on a cigar of the month club in the future? It would be awesome. They have like four or five cigars monthly from y'all's humidors picked by y'all. Uh, yeah. So this is a man. Over the past five years, we have had Jim and I, uh, Jim's my partner here at Cigars Daily. We've had a lot of conversations about what kind of things we would do with Cigars Daily. And it always comes down to this. We want to be really, really good at what we do. And that's why we don't want to do a bunch of different things. People have always have pitched us all kinds of stuff like, you know, your vape stuff and the CBD junk and your gummies and your marshmallows, and whatever the hell it is that, you know, you add on to the register or shops want to add on to the register to ultimately help their bottom line. But what I think is if you do enough of that stuff, you end up becoming mediocre at a bunch of things and not really good at one thing. And it's the reason that we haven't done like a Scar of the Month Club before. In fact, I, I had an idea a number of years ago to do a Cigar of the Month Club that was sort of based on your preferences. You can answer some like flavor questions and then automatically get like, you know, cigars tailored to your preference. And that really never got off the ground. But I'll let you know of the things that we're going to do, that Cigar of the Month thing is moving closer to the top of the list. And that is something that we think is probably on target for this year. Ooh, and exactly what we're going to do and how we're going to do that remains to be seen but right now we're, we're starting to put stuff down on paper so the answer is maybe <laughs> a 100 definite maybe 100 so, almost certainly maybe so you're saying there's a chance i am saying there's a chance <laughs> that's what i like all right let's grab another comment allison uh the one channel if y'all thought about changing the name to cigars weekly because daily content isn't it uh i need more cigar content well we do put out content almost daily you know, it's changed over the years. And now short form comment is, or content has allowed us to put out a ton more. So we are mm -hmm. putting out content nearly daily. But yeah, this show does only happen weekly. We're working on getting as much content to you guys as we can. The goal is to provide you the best damn cigar content online for free. And we want to offer you the best value that we can at the same time. All right, Allison, keep us going. Just want to bring Billy Ooh, back in here. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to butcher your name. Oh my, uh, old mirror. Okay. We're just going <laughs> to stick there. The bald and beardful. Uh, I like it. Yes. Billy. I do the same with Illumino tubo it fits perfectly in the pocket. Do mm -hmm. you have a tubo at home that you just keep on hand? Yeah. I've never seen this tubo. Uh, it's typically no, I took it out of my bag. I was going to go grab it, but it's a, uh, I already forget the name of it. But I like it over glass because I don't want it like break. You don't want to shatter it. Yep. Shatter it. Yep. And you know that you'll always get to where you're going with a freaking perfectly maintained cigar. Yeah. That's a really good way to go. All right. Uh, all right. I want to keep cruising with the episode. We got one more comment here from Evo the G. Says, G'day from Sydney. First time watching the live question. 
should I put a LinkedIn photo with a cigar? Hmm. Are what? you trying to get a job? Are you trying to get a job industry? in the cigar industry? Because if you live in Sydney, I don't recommend it. <laughs> uh, yeah, we talked about that a little earlier. Uh, I mean, how do you want to come off professionally? I mean, my LinkedIn picture has me with a cigar in a cigar shop, but that's literally what I do with most of the waking seconds of my life. And so uh, it depends on how you want to be perceived. They say dress for the job that you want, right? Mm. And ultimately, if the job that you want isn't one where you're smoking cigars all day, I don't know. I don't know if that's the best thing to do. So I would say maybe use your Instagram or Facebook for that. There we go. Okay, Tim, do you have a LinkedIn? I have a LinkedIn, I think. I don't think you do. I'm pretty sure I have a okay, LinkedIn. Right. Uh, we'll we'll check right, it at customer we'll, yeah, service. We'll, we'll look in. All right, thank we'll look you. Into that. We'll we'll link you with a bunch of a bunch of cigar guys. I got you. Terrence is going to be updating my LinkedIn profile later on. Give you a bunch of pictures of me with cigars in it, or me with the bald cap posing as Tim. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, I you can't tell off. if that's Tim or not. I'm not sure that's him. Might be a counterfeit. You do have one, and I just pulled it up on my phone. And you've got my pose going on in it. Yeah. And you're all no, the arms. Yeah. Stuff. That was back when I, yeah, I that was that in between. And there's fatness. no cigar. That in was in your... between fat stages. It is. All right. It looks good, honey. Give me one more comment. And then we're going to talk about some, some underrated stuff. Smooth smoke, Steve. I also think a five sampler of the month would be cool. I'm just saying, all right. I like that. You know, it's yeah. The value. This is the interesting thing about monthly box clubs. Monthly box clubs are ultimately like they're the ultimate pursuit in providing people with value. Like if you make a monthly box club, people have to get value above and beyond like what's there, you know? And mm -hmm. I, I've talked with a few people about this. I knew a guy who started a monthly box club and like I literally told him, I was like, I don't think that that's going to like pan out long term because I don't think there's enough value. But I see a lot of places doing it incredibly well right now. So of the segments of the cigar world, that's one where the competition's really high. You can go find boxes out there. We've, we've done, I did an unboxing of a Pravada Cigar Club thing here on the, on the channel. Some of these guys are doing an outstanding job. So if you're going to even step into that world of monthly box things, you really, really got to have your stuff together. So it would be something that before I did it, I would make sure it was like on point there, gives you guys everything you need and like truly does something and hopefully something that not all the other box clubs are doing because just to do a monthly club just to do it seems like feels sort of like a cash grab and i don't think that that's helpful like that's just adding more white noise to the internet that's already out there it seems like everybody and their mom has a monthly box club for whatever reason now and like i get it i get why they're there but yeah it's something that requires a certain amount okay was there another super chat or something you wanted to grab my love Ooh, christopher mays Shout uh, out for cigars that come in aluminum tubes, do I need to open the tube to ensure the cigar gets humidified? Yeah, I touched on this very briefly just a minute ago. Mm -hmm. Do you have any tubos in your humidor, Billy? Mm, uh, I have coffins. I don't have tubos. Uh, in coffins, yeah. Coffins, this would apply to coffins as well. Terrence, you, do you have any? No, I don't have any. I can speak for Allison because her humidor is my humidor and there <laughs> are no tubos in it. Um, so yeah, when you get a tubo, whether it's so there's a few different types of tubos out there. There's the aluminum tube with the screw off cap. Those are the best because they're reusable. Yes. And then you've got the glass tubes. And those make me really nervous. In fact, we worked with one manufacturer who released a new cigar in glass tubes. And it turned out to be a huge problem for them because of the first batch that they shipped. Most of the glass tubes were broken upon delivery. Ooh. Because when you do a glass tube, 
you have to consider the packaging. You you put the glass, you put the cigar in the glass tube, you put the tubes in the box, maybe there's 10 of them. And then you've got to put some kind of padding in there. Otherwise, when they're shipping, if there's any room for them to rattle around, they can break. So you got your glass tubes. Glass tubes are typically sealed with a sticker or maybe sometimes wax. The aluminum tubos are the best, but I recommend opening all of them when you put in your humidor. Mm -hmm. Ideally, your humidor is sitting at your preferred humidity, what you want it to be, whether that's 65%, 69, 72%, whatever that is. And then you put a tubo in there and you're introducing like, it's like, it's like putting a, like a moped in your bed of your truck. Like you're putting a vehicle in a vehicle, right? You're Mm -hmm. putting a storage for a cigar into a storage for a cigar. So you want to make sure that there's access for the, you know, air to move around. So yeah, absolutely. Unseal the thing, open the cap. And by the way, when you get tubos, take the cigars out of the tube to make sure they don't have mold on them. Yes. Because that's another problem. When they seal that well, they get humidity. It's trapped in there from the factory. And if they go through temperature fluctuations, it's just another way that you're going to find some issues can pop up from time to time. They're not indicative of that. Tubas are good. They're safe. But there you go. All right. Uh, I want to keep cruising with the show. Oh, you Allison keeps this. the comments coming. I know. That's Tim, it. you that's forgot it. to talk about the compression sleeve. I've just been having some elbow pain, honestly. Mm. And I... And I don't know if it's because I hit things as hard as I can a lot when I'm doing the kickboxing at the gym or whatever. But now, Aren't yesterday, you're supposed to be kicking and supposed kickboxing. To be kicking. <laughs> I think you can do both. Oh, no okay. one stopped me yet from doing both the hitting and the kicking. Maybe they just hate you. Maybe they just hate me. They're like, why does that guy hit so much? It's kickboxing after all. No, I, you know, it's just been a lot of, sh- of elbow pain. And I'm told that the compression sleeve like this will help get over it. The goal is get over it. Maybe someday have a fight. Now that I'm technically considered a geriatric fighter, mm. my trainer was like, yeah, you got to get an EKG before you can fight anybody. <laughs> oh I was like, gosh. what the hell, man? Like, and then you get in the ring with these guys that are 20 years old mm-hmm. and I'm 38 and I'm like, is this guy on steroids? Is he- like, can we test him for, can pets? we test this guy for drugs before we go into the fifth round here? Cause I'm tired. <laughs> All right. Uh, before we take any more comments, I want to kick this off. I'm going to ask you guys this. We talk about this in the cigar world a lot. Mm-hmm. Underrated cigars. It's come up on the show a few times, but I really wanted to make sure to give an episode dedicated to this tonight because this is what I see a lot. When you go into cigars, you get really excited about stuff. You go online, you're in Facebook groups, you're in some forums, you're reading around, and you'll find that there's a lot of hype. I mean, there's a lot of cigars out there that get a lot of love and typically the new stuff. Mm -hmm. And I think that every brand, just about every brand these days has got something sort of newer. They've got something that's really popular, maybe the thing that puts that brand on the map, which can leave a lot of the rest of the blends in their catalog off to the side. They sort of get lost on the shelves. People walk in and they're looking for, you know, West Tampa's brand new attic series, even though West Tampa's black and white are still also relatively new. They walk in and they're looking for that brand new My Father's cigar, even though My Father's got this massive catalog of stuff, right? We just talked in the headlines about Dunbarton is going to be coming out with a bunch of new stuff, which will make those the most popular cigars Dunbarton does. But at the same time, the first blend, the Sobre Mesa, is still one of the better cigars on the market. So I wanted to talk through with you guys some cigars. We're going to look at five different brands right now, and we're going to continue to take your comments as well. So post them down below. To you, what is the most underrated cigar and why? Mm -hmm. But I want to look at five different cigar makers and cigars that they have that are hot, new, and then also something that doesn't get as much love and doesn't get as much press that in my, my mind is like right there on par with the hot and new stuff. The benefit is 
it's a lot easier to find. There we so go. So that should make it much better. All right. So the uh, first thing here, Terrence, let's kick it off with underrated one. Yes. Uh, so we're going to show each of these on the screen. So we'll put a new cigar right here. After that, we're going to put something that's really hot right here. And then an underrated cigar over there. And if you guys are listening to this on the podcast, which by the way, you can get this show as a podcast now, wherever you listen to podcasts, mm-hmm. we encourage that you do listen to it while you're driving and stuff. Just imagine that there's three categories. You can just imagine it in your mind. They're on the screen. It's beautiful. (laughs) And the cigars are definitely not crooked. Actually, because Billy's not doing anything with production, I was a little more lax with my... You just uh, don't have to worry tonight. (laughs) All right. And if you're... Yeah, if you have OCD and you're on the podcast, then you did yourself a favor. There we go. All right. Uh, Let's kick it off first. Brand number one right here with a new cigar, something they just put out, Alec Bradley. Mm -hmm. So this is a brand that's been around for a long time. The big news is that Alec Bradley was just acquired by the Scandinavian Tobacco Group. STG. STG. It's going to be a brand new day for Alec Bradley. And we're going to see this brand is going to make some huge strides in the upcoming years. But they just put out this double broadleaf, which is easily Alec Bradley's best-selling cigar right now Mm -hmm. and uses a broadleaf wrapper and a broadleaf binder. In addition to that, something really hot from Alec Bradley, one of the most popular cigars in their lineup would be the Alec Bradley Black Market, mm-hmm. a cigar that frustratingly is covered halfway in bands and it's the bottom half. So it's very hard to put on the screen right here. <laughs> you have to put it upside down. You have to put it upside down. <laughs> I did. I messed around with that graphic a bit. But then also, this, this is another huge thing. There are cigars that have been around for a long time that have gotten rave reviews, but just not as many people know about them. This cigar ends up having a bit of a cult following, but take a look right here. This is the Alec Bradley Tempest Natural, a cigar that's gotten a lot of love. It's a little like medium, just over medium in strength, mm-hmm. but comes loaded with absolutely amazing, brilliant, brilliant flavor. And again, all the underrated cigars we're going to talk about tonight, you can find more about these on CigarsDailyPlus.com and use the super secret code 30UNDER. And uh, that's going to give you guys a ton of extra value as you learn more about these. Okay, so let's go back to that. So something like the Alec Bradley uh uh tempest natural it's like killer cigar incredible smooth uh brilliant balanced flavor profile something i absolutely love and we're going to show you some more uh blends here but i want to take some comments from you guys what are you saying is underrated down below this one right here is from ben stongy which is that strongy 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 there we go there we go thank you terrence (laughs) uh he says the 1502 nicaragua always had them in the humidor love the almondy sweetness mm. and have had a perfect burn and construction every time which is not hard which is not easy to do because that is a box press cigar yeah and that is you know when when we're smoking around the shop i pay attention to sort of what people are after when jim here smokes a 1502 my partner at the shop it's typically the 1502 nicaragua mm-hmm. it's got a white band on it and yes it does have that almondy sweetness about it captures that amazingly and again 1502 is like, yeah, blue sapphire is amazing. They just put out a 10th anniversary, incredible cigars, but then Nicaragua gets looked over and has incredible balance. Yes, sir. All right. Uh, let's see. Ho- uh, Joseph, I almost called him Joseph. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know what he does in his personal life. Yeah. Jo- Joseph Christoph <laughs> says the original La Aroma de Cuba is good for around $7. Absolutely. In America. And again, it's very different than a lot of the other La Aroma stuff. All right. Let's kick it off with the next brand here. So La Gloria Cubana has, within the last two years, put out the La Gloria Cubana Spanish Press. Yes. It's a newer cigar. It gets a lot of love because this is actually pressed with this old Cuban style of box pressing cigars. Somehow different than how we do it now and has made this cigar, let's put it on the map, you should say. But if you want a cigar that's hot from La Gloria Cubana, 
the La Gloria Cubana Serie R. Yes. And this is the Serie R Esteli Maduro on the screen. But La Gloria Cubana Series R is for sure a cigar that they, they I, I mean, La Gloria Cubana these days is known for that one. Mm-hmm. And it leaves a newer cigar, unfortunately, not to get as much press. That's really, really good. has incredible balance. And that's La Gloria Cubana Esteli. Mm-hmm. A cigar that, again, for the price is just absolutely stellar. I think these cigars come in around six bucks or something like that, depending on the size. Just a really, really good cigar from a time-tested brand and something that's been absolutely amazing. Another one you can learn about on cigars. Can I talk plus. about the Esteli real quick? Please. Yeah. There we go. And I have to light a new cigar because my wife saw my shorter cigars she's like i want that so here we go <laughs> billy got his cigar sniped <laughs> this is the only person i'll share cigars with but Smart. uh last week we were talking about my first cigar was a made me sick and i went back and i was trying to think it was not a romeo it was the gloria and it was the esteli mm. and i was able to find the band because i saved it as my first cigar and that Esteli is what made me throw up off the second balcony <laughs> for my first cigar. So I have not smoked one again because there's bad memories with it, but it was good. Who knows? There we you go. Know, my, my, I had the same experience with the cane. And I think it was a cane F. Yeah. Oh, like when yeah. I, yeah. When I first <laughs> yeah. got into the cigar industry, you know, I was a clerk at a cigar shop. And so I was just sitting behind the till. I was still working in church ministry. So I was able to like do like sermon prep and stuff like that while I was working because being a cigar shop clerk is not a tremendous amount of work. And I was smoking around the shop and I smoked a cane because I had never heard of it before. Mm-hmm. This is like eight years ago or something like that. And man, it made me sick to my, I didn't get halfway <laughs> through the thing where I was like, this is terrible. I'm never smoking another cane again. And now, you know, years later, I actually smoke canes on a relatively regular basis. Yeah. Like I don't smoke a ton of cane Fs because I still have that thing in the back of my head. That's like, <laughs> that's, that bastard cigar made me sick. I still haven't done a cane F for that reason. Because I told you that. You told me that. And I could probably, I mean, I smoke enough that it would not make me sick, but I stay away from them just because the stigma on it. I can't wait for the show where the title is Cigars That Made Us Sick. And we all have to smoke cigars that made us sick in the past. And Billy's like, nope, yep, still makes me sick. (laughs) Tim, I have one quick comment to make as well. Do it. So. I've got to figure out how to do this. You put the Esteli or the Siri R Esteli instead of the regular Esteli. If yes, you look I at did. the band, it's just a little it's just a little wrong, but we get the picture. Terrence, thank you. <laughs> I appreciate that. Let's move into the next brand and yes, sir. move on from my mistake then. There we go. All right. Oscar Valderas. Now, here's a brand that comes out of Honduras. Ooh. And like right now, as Nicaragua is all the rage, I don't think Honduran cigar makers are getting enough love Not enough. for the incredible stuff that they do. You know, uh, Oscar's done this new cigar, the McFly. And for whatever reason, when he does branding, I don't know if he goes and does like peyote in a sweat lodge in the middle of the <laughs> desert or something like that. But like he comes out with these cigars that are just out of this world branding. And then the flavor is something else too. So he came out with the McFly, a pretty obvious throwback to uh, Back to the Future. This is after he came out with the Superfly. But then ultra hot cigars from Oscar are the Leaf by Oscar Mm -hmm. series. So they come wrapped in a leaf and like just look very different than your typical cigar. But again, Honduran Leaf, that's really, really good. And for that reason, his entire 2012 lineup doesn't get a lot of love. Take a look there. That's the 2012 Barber Pole. 
It uses a mix of candela and Ooh. dark habano leaf yeah. to give this incredible, incredible flavor profile. It gives you that green tea essence that you get from the candela, along with a bunch of other really rich, very creamy notes. And so I actually have a review on that cigar, but then there's also the 2012 in a Connecticut and in a Maduro, yep. like the kind of stuff you don't want to look over. Authentically, I made this mistake, the mistake I'm talking about of overlooking cigars that have been out because Every time I was lighting up an Oscar cigar, it was a McFly. It was a Superfly. It was something relatively new that he's come out with. And then one day I, I ordered something from Oscar. They sent the, the box. I opened it up and there was just this six cigar sampler inside. And this is something that, that manufacturers will sometimes do to, you know, people like me uh, is the best way I can say it on YouTube. They'll send you something that you don't have in your humidor for mm -hmm. free, which is just like the most tempting thing in the world. So I get this Oscar six pack sampler and start smoking through it. I'm like, oh my gosh, Oscar's just spitting fire with all these different blends that he's put out. There's some truly amazing stuff in there. The 2012, the whole lineup is incredible. And again, that's another one that when, when I see Jim going in, if he's smoking an Oscar, it's often one of those 2012s, really good cigars. Mm -hmm. Let's grab some comments real quick from people, Allison. Let's see. Texas Taurus says, don't sleep on Deadwood. Did you have something to say? Though? I was going to say something. Yeah. Uh, Terrence and I were trying to pick out cigars before the show and we we're looking at some of the underrated and we were talking about the Oscar 2012. That's what you just lit up. And that's what I just lit up. And I'm like, mm, I don't know. I'm tough. I'm not as tough as Tim smoking a broadleaf at 6 a.m. <laughs> <But I'm laughs> like, I don't right. want to do a Connecticut. And I mean, I'm just that light up and the flavor on this is apt. And I've never had the 2012 Connecticut and it is mind blowing. And Ooh, I don't always pick okay. up flavor notes. And this is really good. And Terrence was saying that people are, these are flying off the shelves when yes. you smoke them. It's yes. uh, the interesting thing is this. It's what I said before. Everybody's raving about Nicaraguan leaf. I was actually reading today on half wheel about, you know, cigar imports over the last couple of years and they've gone up. We imported more cigars in 2022 than we did in 2021 and so on. So the cigar industry is growing. It's a good thing. But at the same time, like most, maybe not most, I want to say close to half of all cigars in the United States come from Nicaragua. We import them from there. And then followed by, I think, the Dominican Republic and then Honduras, which is crazy because Honduran leaf, I mean, you can showcase some incredible stuff. The, the saying goes like this. People think that Nicaraguan leaf is typically a little bit spicier and a little more robust in flavor. Mm -hmm. And Honduran leaf is a little bit earthier and smoother. But again, there's there's still so much variety and diversity in those leaves that you can do some incredible stuff. Oscar does an incredible job. Also, Placencia has the Placencia Cosecha 146 and 149 with yes, both, both feature that Honduran leaf. And the 149 is this like dark Maduro. And it's just, it, I think it's my favorite Placencia right now. Even, even over the Alma Forte, I actually smoke it. It is one of my most gone back to cigars from You're Placencia. You're smoking a 149? Uh, yes. Yeah, so if I'm going Placencia, I'm probably picking up a 149. Oh, yeah. All right, let's get some more comments. Awesome. I'm definitely a um, Alma Del Campo. That was one Ooh, of my favorites. Okay. Yeah. Talk, and talk about another sleeper. They did the Alma series, Alma Del Fuego, Alma Fuerte, and the Alma Del Campo. That one doesn't get nearly enough love. That's true. All right, what's the next comment here? That might be my next box. Ooh. AG says, AJ Fernandez, Bellas Artis Maduro, great, unique taste, and excellent medium plus stick. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. And again, AJ they just came out with the new world Dorado. So that cigar's getting all the love, but like the Bellis Artis and the Habano and the Maduro outstanding cigars. And actually if you're going over to cigars daily plus to learn more about the lineup tonight uh, with the super secret code, 
which is oh yep. my gosh, fat fingers, <laughs> fat fingers. Oh there we go. God, I keep messing it 30 up. 30 under. Look for that on cigarsdailyplus.com. We're going to be going there in just a few minutes for the after party. All right. I want to take one more comment because I got a couple more brands to get through on underrated oh. stuff. Keep posting your guys' favorite, most underrated cigars down below. This one is from Stephen P. Oliva is an awesome brand. Yeah. You think yeah. so too? Yeah. And, and their underrated cigar, I think it's the most underrated cigar I talk about the most. And that's the Siri O Habano. Yes. If you go with Oliva, everyone's like, oh, the Oliva Siri V and the Melania are amazing. And then they're like, Master Blends 3, it's so good. But then they've got like the Siri G, a Cameroon wrapper, the Siri O Habano, which I rated up maybe a 92 when I smoked it mm -hmm. and was legitimately surprised because I passed that one by on the shelf so frequently. And I've actually been going to that one a lot more. All right. Let's get the next brand up there, Terrence. Yes, sir. All right. So here we go. Let's start with Espinosa cigars. Starting out with something new. If you guys don't know, Eric Espinosa has teamed up with television sensation Guy Fieri. Bam! Flavor Town. <laughs> and so they're blending cigars now. A foodie making cigars with a blender. It's a great thing. And that's the Knuckle Sandwich cigars, which are now out. You can find them in Connecticut, the Habano, and the Maduro. At the same time, an ultra-hot blend. Take a look right here. The Murcielago. Mm. We fondly refer to it as the Batman cigar. Nope. Because... Nobody knows what a Murcielago is, but this bat looks sort of like a knockoff Batman brand. Murcielago means bat, Tim. Does it mean bat? Mm -hmm. And then on Did you the... already know that or did you just look it up? Just no, I, I, I knew. I knew. And also on the box, it says uh, Capa Negra, which means the black cape. So I'm pretty sure it's just a Batman cigar. It's just a Batman cigar. Well, they yeah. did a good job of not infringing on that trademark. Yes. And then an underrated cigar from Espinosa. And that's what I am smoking during the show tonight. The 601 Blue Maduro. Ooh. Like for a guy who's been getting in more and more into Maduros, I find myself picking these up. Like I like the La Raña, um Reserva. It's just such a killer blend. Mm -hmm. But also the Azulejo and the La Raña Escuro are both really good. But also the 601 Black. 601 is a line that La Raña has made for a long time. It's one of the reasons it gets overshadowed by a lot of other cigars. But this thing has just got incredible, rich sweetness. And for a box press cigar, it's just got amazing construction. Espinosa is doing a great job on that. All right. I want to take a couple more comments and then we'll hit another brand. I, I'm just going to say something real quick about Maduro's. If you remember back like when I was around a little bit more, uh -huh. you were all about the light cigars. Mm -hmm. And I was. I was smoking all the Maduro's. And me and Terrence were smoking Maduro's in the lounge. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And now back you're all about it. So. Yeah, that was like four years ago when Terrence was like hitting up the lounge every day. And <laughs> yeah, it's great. Yeah. Like, and and truthfully, yeah, my preferences have started to lean a lot more toward the stronger stuff, which I think over time is going to happen. Abraham Dizon says, face your fears episode would be great uh, during the spooktober season. Uh, where you all smoke the cigars that made you sick. Tim, write I that down. Write that down. The Halloween. Write that episode down. right there. That's the Halloween episode. Thank We're you, Abram, Abraham. Abraham. I appreciate the super Thank chat you. as well, by the way, brother. All right, one more comment. Uh, underrated cigars here. This one's from Michael Bray. He says, "Flor de Selva, Honduran Puro." Mm. Okay, so here's another one that uh, Maya Selva. Okay, this is a cigar that outside of this comment, I don't know how much you're going to hear about it because Maya Selva is really big in Europe, okay? And she's, so Maya Selva is a sweet lady. Um, and if you have a conversation with her, you got to set aside about 45 minutes because she's just absolutely sharp, brilliant woman who loves to, loves to have conversations about cigars. 
And uh, she and I've worked with her before on a couple of things. She's just makes some incredible cigars. Another example of great, great Hunter and Leaf. And if you're watching this show from Australia, the UK, Canada, anywhere else outside the United States, you'd actually honestly have an easier time finding Maya Selva cigars than you would here in the United States. They make some good stuff. Yeah, I've never heard of them until right now. Yep, there you go. Now you're going to be trying to shop one now. Tyler Westfall says, Foundation Charter Oak, underrated. When So for the guys in the room, uh, when I say foundation, what comes to mind? Is it Charter Oak? It is Charter Oak. The, the That's the first leaf. thing that comes to mind for you. What about you, Billy? I don't smoke a lot of foundation, but I feel like if I think about it, probably Charter Oak. So for foundation, the newest thing out, is the uh Olmec. the Olmec, yeah. which is just getting like rave reviews right now. People yep. are liking the Olmec a lot. Also, they're really well known for the tabernacle. Yes. Like the tabernacle is the one that that foundation has a hard time keeping in stock, let alone all the cigar shops around the United States. But Charter Oak again, made in a Connecticut shade, made in a Habano and a Maduro, and come in around six bucks a stick from I mean, what like one of the world's favorite cigar blenders, Nick Melillo. And I love that he's put out a more economic line in his catalog because I think that every good catalog should sort of have that like daily smoke, easy to grab cigar. And yeah, Charter Oak doesn't get, I think, enough love. But I'll tell you, based on the way that people come in here, they there are plenty of people who are like, that cigar's got a cult following. All right, I got one more brand and then we'll take a few comments before we go to the after party. Yeah? The after party. It's going to be nice. All right, this right here is Perdomo. If you're in the Perdomo army, get ready. Drop your comments. So the brand new cigar from Perdomo that they've put out in the last year or so is the Perdomo 10th anniversary in the Maduro, which hit the top 25 list, started getting all these reviews. And this was a follow-up to their hottest cigar, which is the Perdomo Champagne. You didn't say it like you normally do. Perdomo, the Champagne. The Champagne. <laughs> there we go. Uh, this cigar is the Champagne over here is Perdomo's most popular blend. Mm -hmm. and one of the cigar industry's most popular blends. I, I, You'd be hard-pressed to go to a reputable cigar shop and not find the champagne on their shelves. It's pretty somewhere. easy to find, too. Pretty easy to find, right? Yep. Yeah. And so they've got the 10th anniversary now in the Maduro. They got it in the Sun Grown. They got it in the, in the Champagne, the Connecticut, and really good. And those get a lot of love and a lot of press, which unfortunately means that another cigar, coincidentally, their 20th anniversary, doesn't mm -hmm. get nearly as much love. And again, great cigars that get rave reviews and people in the Perdomo army love them, but tend to get passed over on the shelf when brand new stuff comes out. Mm -hmm. So that's one I recommend. And again, all of these underrated cigars and a whole bunch more are ones that you guys can find on Cigars Daily Plus for the lineup and use the super secret code 30 under uh, to make sure that you guys find amazing extra value in those cigars. Okay, uh, let's grab a few more comments from people before we go to the after party. Fernando... Fernandez. Thank you for the super chat. He says, my humidor was around 55% humidity for a week while I was traveling. Are my cigars ruined? What do you guys say? Can I talk about that? Please, Billy. Yes. So I went to smoke on Friday and I saw that my humidor was at 59 because there's been some weather changes and it's getting a little different and I've been in and out of it a lot, <clears throat> just kind of rearranging and it was at 59 and it was one of the better smokes. So it goes mm -hmm. back to like that mindset of it has to be at 70. It really doesn't. And I have found that like 59 to 62 has been perfect for me. Yeah. But yes. no, I would say no. Again, Terrence, how about you? 
Yeah, um, I keep my humidor anywhere between 59 and 61, and that's where I love all my smokes or majority of my smokes because I feel like I get the most flavor out of it at a lower humidity. So yep. 55, I would say smoke them all right now, but they're fine. Yeah, and Allison, do you enjoy the cigars that you light up at home? Uh, I do, but I think our humidity is kind of low in our humidor. Well, it, it, it's high right now because I put water in it. Oh, you know, okay. and And so... And this is the big thing. I, I had taken all humidity out of my home humidor because it's mm -hmm. like a wine cabinet, like not a not a cigar humidor. It's actually a wine cabinet. So it's got a condenser motor. So I don't plug it in. But it's because it's it's not a cigar humidor. The humidity goes up uncontrollably when I keep humidification inside of it. And so I sort of took everything out. And that's when I really learned that for me, lower humidity is way better. And if your humidor is sitting at 55%, take your cigars out, feel them, like just touch them, press them a little bit, see if they feel too dry to you. But you might start raising it up slowly. If you're going to try to bring it back up to 65 or 69%, maybe nice. get yourself a 65% Boveda and start stepping it back up to get your cigars to where you truly want them. But smoke smoke a few of them along the way and see what, you know, especially if it's a cigar you're familiar with, right? Mm -hmm. Like it's something that you really like. See if that humidity, like, gets you like you're like wow the flavor on this is maybe even a little brighter than it was before i used to think 72 was a perfect humidity now to me 72 percent cigars feel wet and soppy and like all kinds of nasty mm. yeah so what you're saying is that when i had my last cigar it was when you were letting all the humidity out of there and that's why my last cigar cracked while i was smoking Ooh. it while i was watching the live no, I, it shouldn't be because the last <laughs> when you were watching the live last week, I had already rehumidified the humidity. Oh, weird. Well, apparently the cigar I picked was dry. It was out. dried out by yeah. itself. Okay. On the subject of getting too dry of cigars, I had a buddy that spent a lot of money on cigars and his wife then decided, no more. I don't want you smoking cigars anymore. So he let it just like sit there for about a year. And I was over at his house and he's like, hey, do you want these? And I tested, I brought one into the shop with the little hygrometer. Is that what it is where you stick it yeah. in and it tells you? Oh, like a, like a meter. Yeah. A like meter. And it meter. was at 16%, the Ugh. actual cigar. Woo. So I Ugh. set them and over time it took about, I smoked the first one at like two months in and then three months, four months, six months. And now they're perfectly fine again. And I had had them before and I already had them in my humidor that had perfect humidity yep. and they smoke just the same. And again, what you want to do to what you want to protect when you're, when you're doing this, like ultimately cigar storage is about protecting the oils in the wrapper and all the tobacco of the cigar, but primarily the wrapper leaf on the outside. Those oils are what gives that cigar its flavor. And so, you know, if your temperature goes too high or your humidity goes way too low, those oils can start to evaporate. And that's when you get dried out cigars where the flavor doesn't come all the way back. And I say, if you get a cigar that's dried out, it's been dry for a little while, you can bring them back. But I always tell people, think of it like an injured athlete. You get a guy, he's in the game, you know, somebody, you know, slams some 300 pound linebacker slams into his ACL and tears his knee. He might not be a hundred percent of the player he was before, but he'll get a lot of it back and sometimes all of it, but usually a lot of it back. And, you know, think of your dried out cigars that way. You can still bring them back. Don't expect them to be everything they were before, but also as you're toying around with these lower humidities, just be kind of mindful of that. Like if the cigars start to feel really dry to you, then you've probably gone down below the point where you want to keep your humidity and step it up a few percentage points and then find yourself where you're really the most happy with your sticks.
and I think maybe like in between now and when we go to the after party, we should have a moment of silence for that gentleman whose cigars because <laughs> I feel bad for him. That is terrible. It's sad for him. All right, let's go ahead and get a couple more comments. We got time for just a couple before we head over to the after party. This one right here is from Corey Kays. Don't sleep on Jaime Garcia. Mm, yes. 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 Both of you guys say Agreeing. yes to that. Yeah. Billy, have you had a Jaime Agreed. Garcia? Yeah. Yeah. You have? Yeah. Good. Another My Father cigar that, again, it's not the newest thing. If you want the newest thing from My Father, you're looking for La Apulencia. You're looking for La Gran Oferta. You're looking for the Fonseca. They just came out with a 10th anniversary Flor de las Antillas, which was like 40 bucks a stick. Those things were crazy. But at the same time, Jaime Garcia has been around for a long time and is just such an outstanding cigar. Mm -hmm. Like one way to do this, it's not a bad idea especially if you're getting into cigars and you're trying to grow your palate and find the stuff that really ignites for you smoke your way through a brand like yeah. you can literally smoke through the aj fernandez catalog or at least what they have of it at your brick mortar shop near your house like go and check it out and say all right pick up a sampler pack with a variety of five different cigars in it you'll see that there are typically a new thing that's good there's a very popular thing does almost always come in the sampler pack and then there's a bunch of other stuff from that brand. You might just find that those sleepers, those underrated cigars, like Jaime Garcia that doesn't get enough love, that might be your favorite cigar in that brand. Just don't, don't let it pass you by. There we All go. All right, next comment. This one right here is from Texas Taurus. He says, divorce, <laughs> divorce. Yeah. All right, well, give me one more, Allison, and then we're going to head over to the after party. This comment is from Peter Cigar Collector. It says, Room 101 doesn't get enough love. I feel that way too. Yeah. You know, Matt Booth, that's another brand. Like Alec Bradley is now an STG brand, Scandinavian Tobacco Group. And, and still Matt Booth like owns that brand. Not owns it, runs it. He's the face of it. He does the blending for it. Comes up with the cigars. That's a dude who does an incredible job blending. Mm -hmm. He makes some incredible cigars. And again, Room 101 is a brand that would be worth giving a try to a couple or maybe finding yourself a sampler pack of some stuff. All right, guys, we're going to continue the show. We're just going to do it with less censorship. And we're going to go over to CigarsDailyPlus.com for that. Going over there is uh, free and creating an account is free and easy. You use your username, a password, uh, and then like your email and your name and you're in. And because we do this on our own servers, that we all might spend for a minute before you get in. But you can also go there to learn about the lineup for tonight's episode. Use the super secret code 30UNDER to learn more about some of these underrated cigars that have got incredible value, sorry, incredible flavor, great construction, and when you look at them tonight and through the end of the day on Monday, some incredible value there as well. Otherwise, stay tuned for another amazing episode next week. And thank you all so much for hanging out with us. This is Tim and the crew signing off, and we will see you on the after party. Bye-bye now. We see comments. All right. And welcome to the after party. This is where we get to jam and hang out in a fun loving free world where nobody can cancel us just for talking about the things we love. The first thing I want to tell you guys up front is uh, make sure that you get 
30% off, an extra 30% off some of the best underrated cigars mm -hmm. that we've got in our humidor here at the Cigars Daily HQ. You're going to find a ton of stuff like the 6 and one Black, those 2012s we talked about, uh, some of the Perdomo in there, La Gloria Cubana, and a, and a bunch of other stuff that you guys can find in singles, five packs and boxes. Scroll down below this video and uh, there'll be a link you can click on and you guys can find those amazing cigars there. We're still going to take uh, comments during this after party. We just can't put them up on the screen. It's It should be on your computer over there, love. Are you able to see the after party in the comments? Yes. Terrence is going to help her get on there. <laughs> Timothy Winter I says, I, I thought I pulled it up on that computer before uh, we started. So it should be there somewhere. Timothy Winter says, yes, my first after party. Welcome to the after party. Yeah. John B says, AJ Fernandez, last call, genialis, fondly referred to as the genitals. The genitals. The, here. Uh, the Maduro. You get an extra inch and everyone knows what an extra inch does matter. Those inches is. matter. Yes, sir. They matter. They sure as hell do. Yeah, and that's from uh, that's from John B saying that AJ Fernandez last call Maduro is underrated, and I, I think so too. You know, it, I think that the last call Genials gets on gets the underrated status because they do make it in a lot of funky sizes. Like typically, when a new cigar comes out, I'm going to carry it in a Robusto and a Toro mm -hmm. just right off the bat because that makes the most sense. But at the same time, like with that one, we carry it in the Flaquitas, yep. which is a six by 46 torpedo it's just yep. a weird torpedo and uh and then in the the genialis size which is basically a short robusto and then the chiquitas is like Chiquita. a three and a half inch little drive yourself to work blend yes. and because of those weird sizes i don't think they get as much attention uh until i run a deal where it's like buy a box and get a bunch of free cigars and then everyone sees like oh 25 cigars for cheap and they buy that box so okay uh do you have your comments up there love I'm not sure. Yeah, you just scroll up and down through there. And then but you can't put them up there. Yeah, we can't. No, put you them can't the put them up. You're going to read them off, though, too. Oh, okay. All right. So you pick them and you read them. There we <laughs> Sorry, go. I wasn't prepared, everybody. So Timothy Winters says, when I was stationed in Honduras last year, all I smoked uh, was their stuff, the stuff that they had in Honduras. Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. I bet that was lovely. Dude, and when mm -hmm. you go to Honduras, you just get, I mean, there's some incredible hospitality down there, but there is nothing like going to the factory and getting a cigar that's been rolled right there. I mean, like incredible stuff, especially after you go into the rolling rooms and everything like that. And then, yeah, there's a lot of local cigar makers there that are just great as well. Joe Christoph says, Tim called me Josef earlier. As retribution, <laughs> you must procure La Aroma de Cuba Noblesse. Noblesse. For me, uh, as a result, I cannot get it in Ohio. Uh, that's terrible. There's not a lot of cigar shops in Ohio. I, I don't think the taxes are great over there. That's a bummer. I think so, we had a thing back that back a while ago where in Ohio they had some sort of complete block where we couldn't send. That was cigars. South Dakota. Was it? No, there was. There Utah was, has it. Okay, Utah, I think it was Utah. Utah yeah. still has it. Yeah. We don't ship yeah. cigars to Utah, and South Dakota had it for a while, and then South Dakota was like, eh, okay. <laughs> all I right guess. fine <laughs> i guess you can anyway all right keep reading comments there all love. right so we got just joe said camacho uh made me hurl but that was before i knew not to inhale oh <laughs> well that'll do it to you man <laughs> so did every said, other brand right a dumbass and i can say that because we're not on youtube yeah so. i yeah the not inhaling thing i'm surprised at how many people don't know that 
And, and again, I've said that probably 20 or 30 times on the channel here, but there's still a lot of people. And it sounds like you didn't know when you got into cigars and that you know better now. And throwing up will do that to you. Helps you teach, <laughs> like teaches you lessons really fast. There that's we go. True. So that's yeah. really good. All right, love. Get have, another good one. We've got a Gavin Serto. The Cane Daytona is one of my favorites. Yeah, Cane yes. Daytona is great. Mm -hmm. And that's a cigar that is like, again, not a high dollar cigar. Oliva makes it. It's not a V, it's not a Milanio, but again, they're like six bucks a stick, almost no matter what size you pick. Yeah. And it's a great cigar. I just bitch about it because they have a foot band on it and then I take it off and, you and I smoke so smoking. much throughout the day here, I will forget what I'm smoking and I'll be like, what was this? <laughs> this was good. What was it? Anyway, like this, I just took off my band for my 601 Blue and if the band's not in the ashtray, I put it in the trash or something like that, pff, there's just no chance. <laughs> forget, no about chance forget about it. Forget about it. All right, let's keep cruising. Uh, Rick Day, one of my uh, one of the most un underrated to me is the entire Nub brand. Mm. All of them are top notch, and I'm about to light one up. Is why I picked that one. There we yeah, go. Yeah, the Nub comes with that idea. The idea behind Nub, we've talked about this before. It's it's the fillet of the cigar. What I've got here is a uh, uh, Oscar Valderas McFly, and this one's got a shaggy foot on it, where the wrapper leaf doesn't extend all the way to the foot. And so the idea is you taste what the influence of the filler and the binder leaf are. And then when you hit the wrapper, then you get that extra kick of wrapper flavor. But even in a cigar like this, not every leaf in the filler extends all the way to the foot. When they're making a cigar in the factory, they'll take whole leaves and then they'll make the, the bunch and they'll rip bits of the, of the tip of the leaf off either end and they'll fill in the bunch to try to get it nice and full. So you find that you'll end up getting what's called flavor development, especially in the first third of the cigar mm -hmm. a lot of times. And so with Nub, the idea is they just wanted to make the filet of the cigar, that middle portion, basically the second third of the cigar. So you get every ounce of flavor right from light up and all the way through the end of the cigar. And Nub is one I've had an experience with that's similar to acid. Like you always know when you meet somebody that likes acid cigars because they like lean in and they whisper and they're like, yo, have you ever tried acids? They're so good. And you're like, are you on acid right now? <laughs> and truthfully, like people talk about nub that way too. They're like, dude, have you had a nub cigar? They're so good. Mm -hmm. But again, it's not the newest thing. The newest thing from Oliva is the Cuba Aliados, mm -hmm. the original blend and the one made by EPC. And the stuff that gets the most love from them is Siri V and Melania. So then, yeah, your Canes, your nubs, your Gilberto Oliva, that's a good cigar too. Yes. Like those things just don't get as much attention. All right, love. I am good for another comment. Okay, Let's we'll see. One. The cigar whisper was <laughs> something that. <laughs> okay, so science twenty seven says, "Dang, I just opened a God of Fire Tubo that I've Ooh. had for a few months. Ooh. Sure enough, dry as a bone. Thanks for the info." There we go. Sorry, it came a little too late. Shoot. Hey, God that it had fire. to be you, bro. The God of Fire is not cheap, no matter where you get it. That's yes. a high end cigar. I'm sorry that it's dry. That probably uses a little bit more time in the humidor. Maybe you could bring it back, depending on how long it's been in that tubo. <laughs> um we've got a wolfman six by 52 which i assume is his favorite ring ring gauge he's of a cigars. toro man yes yeah, yeah. hopefully my new gamer tag online is filthy viking six by 52 fire <laughs> fire i'm not nobody's ever like come up to me in a game and been like hey you're, that's a cigar term i'm like yeah no it's i mean you're you're playing video games so you're probably getting screamed at by 12 year olds typically a 12 year olds or my 10 year old son that's what i play <laughs> dad i told you to back me up all right. You're playing video games. So, but he said Tampa Pete, uh, my vote for sweetness of those four would be the Perdomo 20 anniversary, 
20th anniversary Maduro. Yeah, you can yeah. find that one, by the way, in the lineup. Scroll down below this video and get yourself some cigars. Get 30% off of them. We want to make this an amazing value as a thank you to you for watching the show and supports the team and everything that goes on here. So enjoy some great cigars, guys. Mm. All right, uh, Allison's going to keep reading comments and we'll keep this conversation going. There's a lot of underrated cigars. And yes. at this point, only so many cigars can live in the limelight. Only yes. so many can. And yeah. only so many can be like rapidly popular which leaves a lot of cigars to live in that underrated world. And like so only so many cigars can be underrated because there's a lot of cigars that are really just good, like okay or good mm -hmm. or passably good or for a specific type of smoker that there's just these ones that are like really good, really nice balance of flavor that at the same time you got to know about them in order to get it. All right. What's the next yeah. comment, love? Uh, this is a good question. We got Tampa Pete, which said, which underrated cigars in the deal uh, would be the most naturally sweet. Ooh, naturally sweet. Oh hmm. man, I have to go to the deal to see. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta pull out my phone for this guy. Uh, Terrence is gonna look it up. So the Laranja Reserva, that's gonna have a really nice, brilliant natural sweetness, uh, and that one uses Brazilian tobaccos. Mm -hmm. I like that one a lot. Uh, the uh, I think the Nub Maduro is going to have some really nice natural sweetness to it. Yep. The Alec Bradley Tempest natural is going to be really sweet as well. Uh, and then I'm smoking the 601 Blue. I think this has got really good like natural inherent wrapper sweetness. There we go. Uh, but again, it's it really comes down to your preferences. Like you would smoke some of these cigars and say that other ones are more brilliant, have better sweetness, maybe even than I do. I would also have to throw in the uh, La Gloria Cubana Esteli in there as well. I had one earlier on in the show. Oh, yeah. It was chocolatey, a little bit of sweetness, and really earthy. Just another general cigar that knocks it out of the park with their Maduros. Yeah. All right. Give me another comment, Allison. Yeah. We got Adam Greenville who said, stop overthinking it. Do the club. Stop overthinking it. Do the club. <laughs> It's got to be good. <laughs> I don't want to do a club just to do a club. Like yeah. I want to do a, like a club that's like that, like what Cigars Daily is. Like Cigars Daily is about a large community of people online. So somehow the club's got to grow and and support our community. And it's got to be like it's got to help new smokers. Like it's got to do do what Cigars Daily does. If I just slap together a monthly box club, that's no like again. I don't want to do something that just feels like a quick cash grab. Like. That doesn't seem like a good idea. It doesn't seem helpful to, to what we want to do. Like that's the benefit of being like a small to mid-sized company. Like we can do things that make sense for us. That's yes. what we want to do. And for you guys. All right. And uh, we got Rick Day who said, I'm not into posting gun picks, but I think they're awesome. They are awesome. They they're are pretty, awesome. they're pretty tight. Yeah. <laughs> I stopped posting gun picks. So I put this in the Facebook group the other day. I, I stopped posting my gun picks on Facebook. There's just a lot of anger about guns out there. Mm -hmm. I don't want to set people off, but also would love it if, you know, there wasn't a like current up to date catalog of what's in my gun vault on the internet all the mm, time. That doesn't yeah, seem like a good idea yeah. either. Puts a weird target on your back. It puts you. a <laughs> weird target on your back. Yeah. Like literally the other night I was, it was like last night I was rearranging in my, in my gun cabinet and I, I put a couple of rifles in there that I hadn't had in there and I was just looking at it the way that you look at your humidor, like you put your cigars in, you just look at it and you're just like, this is great. Yes. And I was like, <laughs> yes. I, I wanted to take a picture and put it on Facebook and be like, look at all my guns. Instead, I just started calling for Allison, who was who was doing something with our new puppies. We didn't show the puppies tonight. Oh, oh we can show yeah. them next week. We got to do a, we, I want to do an ode to cigar shop dogs, because if you guys don't know my my well, I'll cover it in a second. But yeah, I, I looked at all these guns. I was like, those are beautiful. I didn't even take a picture and put it on my phone. I Good. just 
took a mental snapshot, closed, locked the gun safe and was like, my life is good. And also, if you guys don't know, if you've seen in our videos, uh, my cigar shop dog, Ellie, she's a poodle and she is my constant companion here at the shop. She's here with me every single day. She has just had a litter of 10 puppies. 10 of them things. 10 of them things. Uh, along with Jim's dog, Baron, here at the shop. And so we have what are called flan doodles. Yep. What's the other names for them? Boovadoodle. 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 <laughs> or my favorite, Pouvier. Pouvier. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So we'll, you guys will see more of that. But Ellie's just had a big old huge litter. And then we'll get her fixed and she'll just be my dog forever. There we go. It'll be her second litter and her last one. That's right. Adam Greenville says, bruh, grab my cash. Uh, I, I Noted. And uh, want to do that, but want to make sure that we provide value. There's no, there's, there's no excuse for not providing great value at the same time. So we're going to do it. Um, let's see. Uh, Rick Day says, that's exactly the reason that I don't post gun pics. Don't need the ATF keeping tabs. Yes. Yeah. And there's like this whole thing about, you know, federal agencies talking to social media companies. I don't, I don't really know how all that works. So just yeah, you know, big tech always trying to get you down. That's just another thing for them to try to pe- knock you down a peg. Damn straight. Mm-hmm. All right, Allison, give us another comment here. Okay, so uh says Justin Cloven says, hey, Tim, got my hands on some Olmec Maduro today. Ooh. Mm. That's that's my mm-hmm. favorite Olmec, and I can't wait to do a smoke down with that. But when I do those smoke downs, like I have to have a lot of the stuff. Yep. Because the cigar is good. People want it. And I called Foundation about that, and they're like, yeah, we can do the Claro. Like, we'll work with you on the Claro. And they did get us a ton of Claro for that. And uh, yeah, at some point, man, I, I feel for Nick Malilo because I, I I was talking to him and uh, it was before a live show one day. And I, I, I made a mention. No, it was during the show. I made a mention that I always feel like a dick when a new cigar comes out and I'll order whatever, 100 boxes of it or, or something like that, and then get three boxes on release because they didn't have enough tobacco or bands or whatever. They didn't make enough of them. So everybody gets three boxes, no matter how many you ordered. And then I just feel like I'm pissing people off. That's what happens every month with Liga Bravada. Liga Bravada gets here. A few people get it. Most of the people don't. And then I'm just sitting here like, I'm sorry. I get as much as I can. I get as much as they'll send me. And uh, truly like that is, that is the case. And Nick said to me after the show, he's like, I'm so glad you said that. Because I feel the same way when I make a cigar and like, for whatever reason, the factory can't put out, put out enough of them. And so he's like, then I just feel like I'm looking at all these accounts. I got all these orders and all I can do is make some people sort of happy with a few boxes and piss a lot of people off. No matter where you fit into the equation in the cigar industry, you get to deal with that kind of stuff. All right. Love. Give me another good comment. I would, I would love to do that. For but you. it logged us out of after, after. Did you just get logged out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, wait, just kidding. I can, I can re log in. So in the meantime, yeah, I'll get a couple comments here. Let's see. Disco <laughs> says Florida's going to constitutional carry on uh, the 1st of July. Woo! That's great. Arizona's got constitutional carry. I'm a big fan of that. I like the Constitution. It was a good document. Yes. We should read it again. Uh, let's see. Maybe updated. That was his question. Any interest in getting Rojas cigars in the shop? Really underrated. Yeah, uh, Noel Rojas came in here. And again, the, the big question for me is always, what is the next brand we're going to work with? And I do always like keep a hit list out there. Somebody asked earlier during this after party about Christoph cigars. That's a brand that we haven't worked with quite yet. The, the most recent thing that we did, and uh, this, is the, this is a big move that we made, we brought in Ashton. 
And then I really was not happy with our Ashton selection. I didn't feel like there was enough of it because we had like four sizes of everything. So we literally pared it down and we're now carrying everything in about a Robusto on Toro. And for every two sizes I discontinued, we brought in two blend or two sizes of another blend. Mm -hmm. So now instead of having, you know, the San Cristobal and the San Cristobal Revelation, we've got the we've got the San Cristobal, we've got the Revelation, and then two other San Cristobal blends. We've got five different La Aroma blends, four different uh uh I'm sorry, five different Ashton blends, four La Aroma blends, four San Cristobal blends, which is to me like a much more respectable kickoff selection. Like and then then it's about like refining in. Like what are people after in this selection? Is there one of these we can get rid of to bring in the cigar that I now have to carry because because it came up in the comments earlier because I offended someone? <laughs> this is something that I'm always watching out for. How do I get the stuff you guys are looking for the most and like move out the stuff that nobody's really looking for? And sometimes that ends up being an underrated cigar. You know, people have mentioned cigars on this episode that I think are great that for whatever reason people just weren't into. Um, another uh, underrated cigar from a brand that we talked about earlier, I would have to bring up would be Upsetters from Foundation. I'm yeah, not dude. the hugest, mm. I'm not the hugest infused guy, but Nick Malilo personally, I think he outdid acid with those. They're very infused, very flavorful, sweet tips and all of that. But I just think the tobacco and the burn is just better than all the other acids that I've ever put my hands on. Hells yes. All right. David is on. He said, Tim and Allison, do you guys remember the first cigars you smoked on your honeymoon? Oh, do you remember yes. that? Well, yeah, but they didn't have brands on them because you rolled them. Ooh. Well, I, yes, I, I, yeah, we were in Mexico and I, I didn't roll them. The binder mm. and filler was rolled by a cigar roller. I paid a guy in Playa del Carmen $10 to show me how to, to make fun of me while I poorly put wrapper leaves on to these binded fillered cigars. Mm. And, but they were really good. Do you remember those? How good oh, they were? They were so good. I think some of it was ambiance, right? Like, because the, we were like in Mexico and it was beautiful there. And yeah. Cobblestone so. streets and you're sitting yeah. on a cafe right by the side of the cobblestone street. And you light up a cigar and nobody's bitching at you for it. Mm -hmm. It's like amazing. Yeah. No, that was a, that was really yeah. special. And then we saved some for like five years and we smoked them and they were like, not that good. Mm. Oh, they went past it their prime. Sad. Yeah. It was yeah. not, it did not come with the same ambiance. Like it's, <laughs> it's yeah. Cause we'd already been married for five years. So we kind of sort of started to not like each other as much as on our honeymoon. <laughs> and so like you take a puff on it and then we look at each other and be like, oh, that's right. Oh we yeah. Have, this is what marriage actually is. Just I hate, <laughs> I hate the way that you leave your toothpaste on the counter or something like that. Yeah. Uh, B Detroit says Tim is master roller. That's not, that's not anything anyone ever mistakes me for as a master roller, master of much, but mm. okay. Uh, Allison, keep grabbing some comments because you're picking I would, good. I would yeah. love I, to, but is it just spinning for you? It's just not. There. That's okay. I got them here. Yeah. I tried to log in on my phone and it wasn't showing me comments either. Let's see. Uh, Alex Espudetto says, Escobedo says, damn, Mexicans getting, getting a kick out of a white man. He's Mexican. Yeah, no, they, uh, my sense is that they've got a kick out of me the whole time I was there mm -hmm. <laughs> because anytime I go around anywhere else in the world and world travel is a, a huge passion of mine, I am the consummate, loud, annoying American that will yeah. like speak to you slowly, more slowly and more loudly in English to get you to understand what I'm saying. And so it's a, it's a situation or bad Spanish, like. I mean, you did that too while we were in Mexico. You did you did some bad Spanish as well. I did some bad you spoke Spanish. Some Spanish. Yeah. Yeah. No, I definitely do not know how to speak Spanish. <laughs> Hola. No, 
right? Como estas. <laughs> uh, Unhinged Gringo says, is Rick Rodriguez going to release another cigar in the Attic series anytime soon? I see you've got new stock too. Uh, I'll grab some of them uh, now that I've pointed it out. Yeah, get some of those. We got a bunch of them in the shop. Uh, the Attic series has done so well. Yes. You know, uh, Rick did a great job with that. But the next thing coming out from West Tampa is the West Tampa Red. So when he first released it, he came out with a black and a white, which are both good cigars. But then he came out with the Attic Series, which did, I mean, way better than any of them. I carry gangbusters. Yeah. I got to tell you this. For me, when I order cigars, I order based on my analytics. I'm ordering what you guys are buying the most of, and I'm stocking the most of that. You can take all the West Tampa cigars that we carry and we and and add them together and multiply that by two and that's how much of the attic series i'm ordering yeah. because that cigar is the most popular one but that west tampa red is going to be a mexican san andreas leaf Ooh. which rick when he blends cigars i i think he shines the most when he blends in some of these bolder profiles maybe and i don't know if it's his preference or what but I know that when Rick comes out with a cigar that's dark and bold and, and really good, you know, he did that with the bones. Mm -hmm. He did that with uh freaking CAO session was really good. Yep. You know, with CAO cigars, the flathead is their most oh, yeah. popular cigar. So like he really shines in that. So I'm really, really excited to get a Mexican San Andreas blend from West Tampa. All right. Um, <clears throat> let's see. Tim from B Detroit love cigars says the M 81 is uh, the most excellent cigar have you and Allison smoked them? Allison has not had the M81. Ooh. How do you know? Be, I, I bet. I bet <laughs> on it. I bet my pillow on it tonight while I sleep, even though you don't want to use my pillow because it's like greasy. Pillow. I like mine better. Uh, have you had the M81? I haven't. So, <laughs> there, yeah, so there you go. Now you keep your pillow, Tim. Now I get to keep my pillow. Uh, no, that, and, and part of the reason is because I haven't had that many of those. Because there's another cigar that I would love to order like 200 boxes of, but Drew is like the popularity of that cigar. It's a Metallica cigar. Yep. So it's got all the love and hype from the Metallica fans. It's just getting it out and keeping it in stock everywhere is, is a real tremendous problem. Drew Estate is constantly trying to keep all the shops stocked on it. So I can put in an order for 200 boxes, but they're going to send me like six or eight mm -hmm. of every size. Yep. They do what they can. All right. Can you guys still not see comments? No, yeah. I still can't see comments. I, I just don't know. That's such a shame because there's so many good comments. Oh, Disco man. says, let's go back to the Cigar of the Month Club. I belong to two Cigar of the Month Clubs and love them, mostly because I typically get cigars that I haven't tried before and some real gems. The ones that I like, I then buy a box on Cigars Daily so everyone wins. Okay. And yeah, if you know, if part of the benefit of like a Cigar of the Month Club is that they that they offer something that you've never had before. That's really good. And, you know, here, all right, I'll give you guys a look in behind the curtain. Here's what I'm thinking. You guys, if you've followed Cigars Daily for a while, you know that I review cigars on the channel. Mm -hmm. And typically I'll put out in a month, a cigar review sampler. Mm -hmm. At this point, what we're thinking is creating a, basically a cigar review club where we're all reviewing cigars together. And that's the monthly subscription club where, you know, subscribing on your first month, you can get the four cigars. Maybe you get the, yeah, let me move this. You get the cigars daily review journal as well. This is a journal that we published in, in year one at cigars daily and then gifts here and there. Just like, how do we like keep that value up? Because, you know, from a, from the business perspective, 
you know, the, the subscription clubs are good because it's automated, right? Like mm-hmm. it just, you plan it, you set it up and then you make as many of those as you have people subscribe to your club. But also it's a, it's a constant work of promoting a thing because you always have people subscribing, but you always have people unsubscribing. It's the nature of everything online. And so you, you know, you're sort of looking to keep your base there. And so when I talk about providing value through a monthly box club, that's kind of what I'm thinking about. How do we keep a monthly box club engaging in a way that's like more than just here's four more cigars, right? Yeah. Like it's here's four more cigars and like why and what we're going to do with them. And and again, all this stuff we're about, how does it improve the quality of the community and what we're, what we all enjoy about cigars daily? All right. Um, yeah, and Gary, I'm sorry, Gregory A. Van Hoosier says, send us the cigars that you're going to review so we can review them with you. And right now you can do that. Like we put the sampler up and and uh, we sell those out pretty much every single month. And I've tripled how many of those that we make in a month. So it seems like that's a good value for people. And so as we go through, we'll probably make that work for you guys. Also, there's a lot of infrastructure that goes into a monthly box club. You have to basically create a whole a whole new infrastructure for products and sign up and automated purchasing and everything like that. There's a lot to build with it as well. So it's going to take a little bit of time. Sorry, I can't see the comments. That's okay, love. <laughs> You've done a great job tonight. Thanks. I appreciate you coming. Oh, and on the, the, the topic of um, goodness, value. <laughs> yeah. Check out tonight's code 30 under. So that way you can get 30% extra value on all your orders. Straight up. You can scroll down right below this video. Take a look at those. And that code is going to be good through the end of the day tomorrow for everybody who's catching up on this and like watching for like what's going on with the live. Adam Dillon says, will you guys ever carry Romacraft? That is actually a brand that we used to carry and discontinued. Uh, and again, like in order for cigars to stay on the shelf here, they got to live up to a criteria. They've got to like, they've got to meet certain requirements for, we have to be reordering them every month and stocking the right amount of them. But then people also have to be going after them and looking for them. And the supplier's got to be able to supply them. So there's a lot that goes into that. But yeah, Romacraft is one of the ones that got the axe at one point. Mm. But so that's we'll, why the other cigar left too. That one that I was talking yes. about. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. All right. Um, I want to grab one more comment. We're limited on time tonight. We're running out because we got puppies to get home to. Yes. And care for. Yeah. Steven says, yes, let us review it together. Gregory says, you can do it. And Alex Escobedo says, Tim, I feel like the cigar community doesn't talk enough about the weather conditions affecting your smoking experience. Hmm. No, they don't. What does talk about weather conditions affecting the smoking experience is my sales analytics. Like I see that all the time. I, I was, I talked about this with Steve Saka on the show a few weeks ago, you know, over the winter, I went on our Google analytics, which shows me all kinds of stuff, like where people are coming to the website from and who's buying and checking out our conversion rate and everything. And I looked at a heat map of the United States. This was a couple months ago. So it's still cold in a lot of the country. And we had that big cold sweep. And you could literally take a picture of the the U.S. and draw a line right through the middle of it. And everybody was south of that line. I mean, like everybody who was shopping with us, buying from us, like visiting the website was all, and like everybody north of that line was not visiting Cigars Daily because, and and it's well known in the cigar industry that is, you know, it's retail. So the holidays get really big. And then after the holidays are over, the rest of December and January, February, and March are just really rough because it's too hard to smoke. Coincidentally, it's weird here in Arizona. It gets too hot to smoke during the summer. Mm-hmm. So cigar lounges get packed out, but fewer people are buying cigars. Meanwhile, the rest of the country is. So we see like brick and mortar sales kind of like 
dip down a little bit and online sales go through the roof because it's summer and it's actually beautiful everywhere but here. Mm -hmm. I remember having somebody in Canada that used to buy when I was doing customer service that would call like right before it was getting really cold and try to stock up so they could smoke as many cigars as possible before yep. it was too cold. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah. And there's a lot of space for that because, and it's a, it's a whole other rabbit hole to dive down, but yes, the temperature outside will impact the experience of the cigars and the flavor. Um, Alex says it, he says, didn't know for the longest time that weather fluctuations caused me to not like certain cigars, which is true. Mm, like, yeah, you'll smoke the same cigar at 70 degrees that at you know, minus 10 with a wind chill factor of negative 30, you guys from Wisconsin. So, you know, it's like so freezing cold, you can't feel your fingers and you're like, wow, this cigar tastes like cold. Everything is just cold. <laughs> it's just all cold to me all the or time. shivers. Yep. Quint says, I'm shivering outside right now. Well, we'll let you guys get back to it to get inside. Thank you so much for hanging out with us for another great show. Look for some great underrated cigars. The stuff, to it's not maybe not the newest thing. That's a good thing to smoke. It's a good thing to try because blenders are always trying to get you the best new flavor profile out there. Yep. And there's always something popular, but there's a lot of cigars at your local cigar shop and on CigarsDaily.com that you, you might not think about as the latest and greatest thing, but will send your palate soaring. So check those out and look down below this video for the super secret code. Set yourself up with some amazing cigars for the upcoming weeks and months as everything gets sunny and beautiful. Thank you guys so much for hanging out with us and stay tuned for another great episode of this show next week. This is Tim and the whole crew signing off for Cigars Daily. Have a good week. We'll see you all next Sunday. Don't forget to live your fucking life. Right up. <laughs>